welcome to our sisterhood hosted by longtime friends Marie, Victoria, Tracy, and Madeline. We'll be discussing different topics centered around our outlook as women of color. We invite you to join us and get to know us as we share our journeys, opinions, and insight as we navigate this thing called life. Sis, listen to this. So we are back with another episode. We are back with another guest. Uh, this guest is near and dear to my heart because I know her, I work with her, we chill. Uh, and her name is Lucila Sanchez. Lucila, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, before we even get started and jump into the conversation, what we do definitely have been doing since the start of this new year is asking folks to share, uh, you know, how they're taking care of themselves and what your intentions in this uh, new year, what are they? Um, I love that. <laughs> Uh, so my intention for this year, I have kind of two, I usually choose a word and let kind of like God, the universe, show me all the lessons, but this year I actually want to be more mindful. So I want to be able that whatever that I do, I'm putting something behind it. I'm putting, even if it's like I'm washing the dishes, I don't want to do it mindlessly, like make sure it's clean and make and instead of like oh, I have to do the dishes, you get to have dishes to even do right, like to be a little bit more mindful about the things that I do. And even when I don't want to do them, well, I'm not doing that because I need to rest. So everything is still with some sort of intention. And then my I have like a word of the year, which is to be um like free, like liberated. I feel like um I kind of overthink my responsibilities and things like that when I think life is to be had right to be enjoyed um but still be mindful right I'm not gonna like jump off a bridge because <laughs> I'm trying to have fun um and so with that being said one thing that I'm really doing to take care of myself is that I'm going to sleep earlier um which as a consequence has me waking up earlier and now it's kind of like I'm on autopilot. It's like 1030 and I'm like yawning and I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what I've, I've been doing. It's, I feel like that's part of adulting. Like it gets to a certain point where you're like, it's past my bedtime. And it's a, people try to use it as a joke, but I was like, no, sleep is fundamental. It was like, if you- Totally agree. If you don't totally have agree. sleep, like you can't function. Sorry, like at all. So I mean, I can't for sure. Some people are like, yeah, I, I only sleep like four hours a day. I would don't talk to me then. It's like, no, I was like, I can't. I, I, and I'm one of those people. I think I've told you I've, I've had conversations. I was like, I'm one of those people and it's not healthy people. It's not healthy to just sleep four hours. Like it happens from time to time. And, you know, once in a blue moon right. for whatever reason, but if it becomes a habit, it's not a good habit and definitely you want to mm -hmm. break it thank you for sharing your intentions with us uh for for this new year and um it, i mean since we've started the conversation why don't you uh tell our audience a little bit about you a little bit of about what you do what you're involved in sure so uh, my name is lucila like madeline said i'm from honduras well my parents are from honduras i was born here uh but you know it's my home country still I'm from the Bronx, you know, BX all day. <laughs> um, I recently completed my master in urban education from the CUNY Graduate Center, which I'm ecstatic about. It took me forever, thanks to the pandemic. <laughs> it's okay, but you did it. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> um, I'm an academic advisor at a CUNY community college, so I it's a Hispanic serving institution. So my students are immigrants, first gen. Um, we actually do have a lot of adult learners as well. Um, let's see, I love yoga, reading, long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I love it. creating her dating profile right now. I think you're dating. Yeah, I think that's about it. You know, when people ask you to talk about yourself, all of a sudden you don't know who you are. 
that is oddly weird but it is a genuine like thing I think for a lot of people is like don't ask me to speak about ask me to give you a like to talk about you and tell you about you but like don't like yeah I could introduce Maribel. Um, wow, that's my friend. Uh, she's talking about me. I can introduce Madeline much, much better than I can introduce myself. Don't worry. I feel like the sentiment is the same. Like, I feel the same way. I'm like, what? I always dread the question. I'm like, they better not ask me. Don't tell me to tell, tell you anything. <laughs> I think that's because the society is not really conducive for you to to be about yourself, but to be about right. Others, right? right? And I think that's something that we need to work towards because we should know and we should know what to say when someone asks yeah. us about ourselves. Oh, like, yeah. we're so well versed in someone else's accolades and accomplishments mm-hmm. and not in our own, you yeah. know? So yeah, like, absolutely. We need to be big on that self love, right? And mm-hmm. that's why I enjoyed watching um, Snoop Dogg when he was accepting his star on the Hollywood mm-hmm. Walk of Fame that he was like, I think myself. And I'm oh, like, wow. how do you do that? You know what right. I mean? Because you actually did all that work. Yes, you mm-hmm. had help along the way, mm-hmm. but it was all you. Let's start right. giving gratitude to self. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's dope. I mean, you should thank yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you, in terms of like waking up, doing it, taking the initiative and Again, there's always that tribe behind you that that does help and support you. But, you know, I think and we we are very good at giving people things, right? Thanking people mm-hmm. for everything, but uh, being thankful for ourselves. I, yeah, that's the, that's definitely something that we should probably do a little bit more of. Um, and part of that is just reflecting um, mm-hmm. on just mm-hmm. your your overall being and, and the things that you're doing. And even talking about reflecting part of that, reflecting is also even taking a look at just certain things that are affecting you in life. I know with today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit more about toxic uh, positivity. Um, And this is something that uh, is, I don't, it's not fairly new. It's just that it's now it's the culture of it now has a name and it's becoming Mm -hmm. much more known, especially because um, social media is so overly saturated with it. But before we even talk about that, um, let's talk about just toxic, uh, toxic in general, because we know toxic as like chemical, biological, you know, that sort of stuff, maybe something physical, but then you have toxic in terms of behavioral um, toxicity. So um, in terms of like everyone's experiences and things like that, like, you know, um, with toxic uh, behavior, what are some things that, that come to mind? I mean, I guess anything can be toxic, right? Like even if you drink too much water, which you need, our bodies are made mostly of water. If consumed in excess, it it can be toxic. So I think um, it really, one, I think it really is individual. You know, it really, you kind of set that pace for others. You set those boundaries with others on what it is that you need and you don't need, like um, Marie, you said you were giving your, your coworker words of encouragement. If, yeah. if I feel like if it's true, it's not toxic, right? Like if it's right. true, <laughs> you want to motivate someone, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's more when you, you're bypassing people's like if you so I guess if your coworker was like, no, I literally need like the number to this thing in order to get it done, or I need access to like Microsoft, and you're like, nah, you got it. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, but, <laughs> but I need the program. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, think is, oh, go ahead, Maddie. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say no, it is important to distinguish. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Right. I was gonna say and that's I- what. Go ahead, go ahead, Maddie. No, but I was gonna say, no, it's Marie. It was Marie. No, 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 I'm just playing. Go ahead, Marie. This is why the phone call took 15 minutes, right? Because I had to realize I'm like, let me listen first and see what it is that he needs, right? Um, I feel like part of what I'm learning is that sometimes you need to assess the situation, right? Before you even open up your mouth and listen to the whole situation so that you can gather what it is that the person actually needs. So that's why instead of rushing him off and saying, you got this, um, I'm about to let you go because I have a very important phone call. I was just like, okay, listen, let's see what it is that he needs. 
And then I was like, okay, you got this, <laughs> my favorite words. And then, you know, just broke down things and why I felt like that he was going to be okay in that situation, you know? And I re reiterated like, no, you're doing fine. You did the right things. And because I felt like that's what he needed at the time. And he was like, okay, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. I'm like, yeah, of course we are on the same page. <laughs> and then after 15 minutes, I was able to, you know, hang up and, and come back, you know, to the podcast. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like part of it is like you have to listen and really see what the needs are, right? Sometimes they don't need the positive reinforcement, right? Sometimes they just need you to listen to mm -hmm. what, what's going on and validate that what they're going through is actually something mm -hmm. instead of not validating their feelings and saying, uh, no, you're being extra. Don't worry about it. Da -da -da. You're going to be okay. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm learning this year. I'm trying to like listen and actively pay attention and actively assess what's going on and see what's needed as opposed to just putting my two cents in. You know, yeah. Well, go ahead, Vicky, because you're gonna <laughs> say them. Girl, I was just talking about toxic, <laughs> like, like no, just like you were saying, like overindulging in too much waters is not good, right? Mm -hmm. But I think everything in balance, right? Mm -hmm. And when things are not in balance, that's where it can be toxic, mm -hmm. right? Consuming right. too much, doing too much, saying too much. You know what I mean? it brings you out of balance. So I, when I think of toxic, I'm just right now thinking about balance and how we, we can find a, a nice little medium, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I think, I think in life, that's exactly what we should be seeking, right? Mm -hmm. A balance within mm -hmm. ourselves, a balance within our relationships, a balance in you know, society, a balance in family. Um, so that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah. And um, even like uh, just just in general, like it's it's funny because you would think you're like, wait, but no, positive is such a good thing. Well, what do you mean mm -hmm. that it's just like, you know, I can't do too much of that. But, you know, if I'm filling you with all this positive energy, then you are going to be OK because I am emanating this over to you. But then are you are you really doing a service? to to the right. individual to the person um that you're communicating with or you know or the people around you in that case not saying that being positive is not a great thing but then again it's it's all everything is about balance um and and you know there there's times where you do have to active listening plays a, a crucial role in that but let's let's bring it back to just toxic positivity to begin with let's mm -hmm. define it like specifically what is positive toxicity to you so um, obviously positivity on its own, it's great. Um, it's great to be positive, but it's also okay to be negative, right? Like if an experience is negative, it's negative. And negating these negative experiences don't actually um, promote the positivity that people think it's actually more harmful, which is what toxic positivity is dismissing negative emotions. And it's responding to people's distress with a fake reassurance instead of empathy, right? Mm. Generally, people do that because they're uncomfortable with negative emotions. It's not usually ill-intended, as you ladies probably know, everything we do is about us and not other people. Um, so it's because maybe someone doesn't allow you to express your negative emotions. Maybe it was when you were a child and now you're 40 and you never really healed from that. And so you're still out emanating that. <clears throat> I don't think it's usually ill-intended, but what it does is that it makes the person sharing feel alone and it actually creates disconnection because as humans we're always bidding for connection with someone every time we share something right it's for a reason you can share it with so many people why did you choose to share it with that person you're, you're creating a bid for connection and when you're kind of not listened you know like you were saying marie you you lose them you're like oh they don't care about me or you think mm -hmm. oh am I overreacting 
You know, I think of like, if you get home with whomever you live with um, and you're like, I had a terrible day at work. I had a terrible evaluation and it was so unfair. And someone hits you as the, just be grateful you have a job. Like how soul crushing is that? You know, you were looking for some support for someone to listen to you for some empathy. And the person just completely like dismisses what you're feeling. Um, and so I think that people don't really don't really get that because they're not looking at themselves, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think even when you mention about um, it, it, it not coming from a, a place of, of, you know, malintentions or whatever, uh, coming from a place where you and we had this conversation, Vicky, where we talking about like not being not learning how to deal with certain things in childhood and how that reflects in adulthood. Um, so it's, it's one of the things that, um, that I would think, cause even like for me, I, I started to notice my language a little bit at work specifically, like even with the interactions that I was having with like students, like early on in my career and just, um, realizing that I was negating without even re- without knowing I was negating where they're like, Oh, I'm, this is what I'm struggling with in class or whatever it is. And kind of like, you know what, I get it but you'll be good. You'll be fine. Like just do this. And you're like, this is the, the solution to the formula. Like you're, you just, you need to think it, to believe it, to do it. Da, 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 and that's it. Like, I didn't even go deep into like whatever it is where it was necessarily stemming from where it, it could have been anxiety. It could have been a couple of other things. It could have been another referral to something else, but it was something that, um, you know, you, uh, I didn't dive deeper. And just because at the end of the day, I mean, for me in terms of like, being academically driven as a child I was always told to study harder like I'm that's that that was the solution to everything is just study harder study harder like you're not working hard enough yet and there could have been other issues at hand in in some cases there were other issues at hand where if I wasn't performing a specific way was because there was something going on but no one ever bothered to ask Mm -hmm. it was just that I wasn't studying enough so and that was my response to this other person was like you're not studying enough and that that's the that's the reason why and that's the solution and I had to catch myself in in terms of like I can't continue to have dialogues with people in this specific way it's not encouraging it's not it's not positive let's just does like it's not mm-hmm. necessarily where the outcome is that I want and what the person wants that's not what what I'm trying to go for I, go ahead I was and that's such a beautiful thing because not only are you healing yourself but now you've given those students a little bit of healing you're giving the future generations in your lineage a little bit of healing and you give all the people around you a little bit of healing because when we hear someone do something hard share something difficult and overcome it it does make us feel like we can also do this right or at least we can think about doing it or at least I can like look inside myself and see what it is that I can possibly heal where in the world we live in now with social media people just show the very best pictures of themselves the very best days of their lives and unfortunately, a lot of us, what we do is just compare ourselves to them mm-hmm. and possibly what our parents are already telling us or society or like, you know, maybe our supervisors at work. Um, so I think it's, it's really beautiful to do that and to share it. I, I was going to add that. I think it's, I guess I'm more on a positive side, right? Meaning that, I, of course, you should hold space for others, um, for everyone who is needing comfort at the time, right? Um, and I heard uh, the word empathy thrown a lot, thrown mm-hmm. in this conversation and actually understanding what the word empathy means, meaning that you're meeting that person with your feelings, with your emotions on the same exact place. I'm feeling bad, I'm feeling horrible. Yeah, I know how it feels to feel horrible. And then you start to meet that and match that emotion. For me, I don't like really understanding um, and my experience this year of meeting people exactly there is not beneficial to you, is not beneficial to them, right? So they're feeling sad, upset, heartbroken, and you're meeting them there. Now you are no longer of help and support to that person, right? Because you're now in that same hole, right? And now you're going to need some support to pull you out of. 
right? So for me, my, cause I'm very, I, I feel easy, right? So if someone, someone I love is going through something, it's easy for me to, to feel that way. But now it's like, I need to have a boundary there, right? Meaning that I no longer, my aim is not to be empathetic anymore, right? Not saying that I can't understand, not saying that I haven't been there, but now my angle is of being more compassionate, right? Mm -hmm. I, I acknowledge that you're there. You acknowledge that you're there, but I want to see you from your optimal place and from your higher self, because currently you can't see it. I need to hold that steady vision of you, right? And honestly, let you know, guess what? I understand you're feeling this way, but you have a lot of things to be grateful for because without that, you kind of don't have a vision of getting out of there. I feel like we stay in a, I, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience. You stay in a, a negative emotion longer if you have people affirming that negative emotion. Yeah, you deserve to feel that way. Yeah, that was messed up, right? But alternatively, instead of saying, yeah, that was messed, you know, of course it's messed up, but you know what, what can you learn from the situation, right? Now you become a, a catalyst for them getting out of that negative space. I don't like to hold people in negative spaces, right? And I don't think that's conducive for them too in their growth. Yes, acknowledge it. You may have the, a couple of, I, I want to say a day, right? Because I know how ugly and how horrible that makes you feel, but try to move out of that right? Get closer to having a more positive um, emotion as possible. So for me um, this week, I dealt with, I felt like I was in a roller coaster, right? There were some highs and then I got low and I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember what it felt like to be on my high. So when I got to the low, I was heartbroken, like, oh my God, da -da -da -da. and I stood there for a day, maybe a day and a half. And then I say, you know what? I don't like how I feel here. I need to get out of this situation, right? So I had to do some inner work of how I'm gonna move towards having a more pleasant experience. So I had to look somewhere else. I could not no longer look at my situation and be like, oh man, that was messed up. I had to look at something else, right? I had to look and at my children, for example, playing basketball seeing them enjoy life, enjoy doing something that they love. And that was the slow catalyst for me getting out of that situation of keeping that low frequency, that low energy. So I'm like, when I definitely am listening to friends and even um, anyone around me, partners, family members, I hear what you're saying. I understand it, you know, but next day, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, let's talk about something different. Let's get your mind back on the right, to me, a, a more upward path instead of staying there in that negative emotion and seeping there. Cause that's not helpful. And I'm not going to stay there with you. Yeah. So it's like, that's, we, we don't want to keep someone that in terms of in that negative feeling and all that stuff. I think the important thing is um, giving them that sense of acknowledgement uh, right. oven and as they're expressing it because usually when a person I find it at least when a person like opens up to me in any specific way especially when it's like something random that I've had more recently I've had people open up about things that are so personal that they haven't shared with anyone else it's kind of like things that they have been like seeping and bottling inside but they haven't found in other words they haven't felt so comfortable sharing it with some certain people and for whatever reason whatever conversation we're having at the moment, it ended up being that they ended up sharing it with me. Um, and one of the things that I do is like, I always take time to acknowledge uh, the fact that I always say thank you because number one, a person doesn't necessarily have to tell you mm -hmm. um, like right. that specific information or whatever it is that they're going through. I always try to acknowledge that with a thank you. And I do acknowledge with the fact that, especially because I feel like you can also sense of the way that a person is telling you whatever it is that they're going through or how they're feeling that either it's weighing heavy on them and things like that and how it how it's affecting them and it's like I can see that this is something that is you know it's it's either hurting you or it's something that has been on your mind for a certain period of time and I know that this might be a really hard feeling or sometimes I might not know one thing I think people need to acknowledge is the fact that if you don't know or haven't went through or can't you know don't have that experience like you know I can't 
you know, I can't imagine what you're feeling at this moment in time. Um, and, you know, and I, I would only hope that, you know, you are able to find us, you know, the support and this and all that other stuff. I think that in itself, just that um, gives the person the space to even think about kind of like, let me take the time. Maybe I've been ignoring this for too long, but I'm, I'm thinking of one specific situation that happened recently um, and where it seemed that this was something that has been hidden for a long period of time and has been just kind of like, like, I guess, buried. Like they, they took a shovel, buried it all the way to the bottom and just never let that out. And it just so happened that that conversation like provoked it and told me in privacy. And I, and I was like, listen, um, it, it, this sounds like it's something that hurts. It sounds like something that happened. And I would only hope that you would find um, a way to heal from it because holding it and burying it is not healthy. Like, you know, that sort of stuff. So I, even when it comes to uh, being positive or sending some, emanating some types of positivity to people, it's even like letting them uncover and, and kind of just feel whatever they need to feel at that moment. And even providing, for, in my case, I'm like a resource person. So I'll like provide resources. Mm -hmm. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like you can um, use this and this, or these are just some suggestions that I would give you, but whenever you're ready to take that next step, like you can right. definitely make sure to do it. So it's like, it's one of the things, cause I personally, I don't like to see people especially people that I love, I, I never, it, it hurts to, to see them a certain way. And then I personally had to also remind myself is like, um, it's, it's more about them than it's about me. And I'm like, and I just need to make sure that I'm there to like support. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I always try to make sure that it's like, it's like, you know, just know that I am here. If you, if you need it, let's go, like, you need to go for a walk, let's go for a walk. You need to go do this. Let's go do this. Depending on like what the situation is, because it doesn't always have to be it's so dark, mm -hmm. uh, but whatever it is, is like, yeah, I'll be here. I'm just not, I don't know about walking in like four degree weather though, um, yeah. <laughs> as, as it is right now, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm usually there. Yeah. So I'm reading Atlas of the Heart by Brené Brown. It's basically an encyclopedia for our feelings. Um, she kind of categorize, categorizes them and categorizes them as well. Like it's a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, I attended her virtual book tour and she spoke about that what we need for, from our loved ones is for them to hold our hands while we're going through a difficult situation. We do not need others to fix our situations and we don't really need advice from others. We just need people to listen to us. Okay. And what she says is that when we try to fix people's negative situations, it's because of our own control issues. No one likes to see their loved ones hurt, but it's not about you. I need to hurt. Like, um, you know, you said, Vicky, you don't like to stay in that frequency. That's fine. But I do. I need to. I need to feel it. It needs to get through my body. And then I need to like physically remove it from my body so you are you know you have boundaries you can say this is not something that I can hold space for and that's okay and then people know okay so then I'll go to someone else who's just in the space sometimes we don't have the space to really take that on and that's also okay right we we all get to choose who we share with and what we can take my friend <clears throat> actually started asking us she'll say hey do you have the space right now for me to talk about some negative emotions and I, it was so strange to me right because to me it's like duh just tell me but it does give you a second to think no I'm already pissed off I'm gonna take this shit out of you because I think you're better and you should, you know what I mean like and I think that's so beautiful like we don't really talk a lot about that consent part when it comes to honestly anything and we're being honest which is why we see so many um sexual abuse cases I mean obviously it's because people are trash as well but mm -hmm. really we just teach each other to ask for consent before we do anything at all I think it's just that moment that you really think about it right am I in the space 
to hear this, you know, sometimes you don't get to ask yourself that question and then people unload on you and you're like, I know I do this. I, I tell Madeline, I'm like, I'm in a terrible mood today. And obviously, you know, she's so kind. She's like, of course, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just like to preface that because I, then I'm able to catch myself like, wow, you're really aggressively reacting to the story that is not about you. <laughs> but I already know I'm in a bad mood. And so if I'm in a really terrible mood, I'm like, I'm just going home. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think sometimes what we can do in an effort to try to uplift our friends or our loved ones is that we end up shaming them. <clears throat> we end up making them feel guilty for not feeling better right away. And then it, it can stun that person's growth or your growth in your relationship together. Um, so I think really just kind of setting those boundaries saying like, you know, I think that maybe I can't hear about this topic anymore. I understand how you're, what you're going through and here's what I can offer you. And then the person can say, oh, okay, that's not what I'm looking for, but thank you for being honest, right? Because that's really it if you're just like oh whatever I'm, I'm sick of you like it's different than saying I don't I can no longer hear this topic from you you know I'm sure uh like if it comes to mind with girlfriends that are with uh other people that don't treat them well after a while you're like okay girl like this is I can't hear this that's okay too you just I think have to kind of let people know and then they know who to go to Mm, I think it, that's a new concept for it. Like in the concept of consent, I know. <laughs> like just like, let me not say like I don't know about the concept of consent. Let me let me not say that. Like I know what consent is. I do. Um, I in terms of emotional consent, I think it, it, that that would probably be what it is. I was like, that is a new concept for me. In, in terms of that because I was like because for me I one of the things actually one of my intentions is to be mindful about boundaries um specifically because I uh for me I feel like I am extremely emotionally available to too many people and I I find myself that I need to pull back for that reason for so that I am not pulled down into certain frequencies so that I don't find myself feeling like completely in a rut and I've said this uh in in another in other episodes I'm an empath so I will hold on to these feelings. It'll drag me down. It'll, you know, either ruin my day or whatever it is. But I have to also be mindful of making sure that if I am in, and that's just a way, a good way to look at it. Am I in the, am I in the right space to receive whatever you're giving me, your information, your energy, and all that other stuff? Am I going to be beneficial even for you? Because at the end of the day, that's not beneficial for you if I'm not in the right space to to hear this or to receive this so I had to make sure of that but that's something that I think now I'm just going to take with me and it's something that I'll take into account whenever especially when I'm having conversations especially with family I feel like it, a lot of those interactions usually happen with family uh when it comes to that um and and to be a bit more intentional about the conversations that we're having with people right where we are practicing active listening right? Active responding mm-hmm. and things like that to them based on what they were mentioning. Um, I was going to say, let's talk a little bit more about just the culture in general and how it's amplified even in social media. Because I was like, I feel like that is, that is, and it's, it, and you brought it to the point where, and so, and we had a whole episode on social media and how people's depictions on social media is not entirely what their lives look like. Right, where it's just I and, and everything has to be perfect on a hundred percent. And now I'm I'm guilty of it. It's like you want to make sure you're posting your best stuff, you you know all this other stuff, and you're you're living this life through social media. And it does, and it has. And you've seen the recent studies and and things that have come out in the news where there's a lot of people now um, that it it's affecting their mental health in a very negative way, especially our young people, right? Because of the things that they're seeing. Because it's like my life is not like this. So my life is shitty. My life is bad. My, you know, I need to be, I, I can't necessarily do that, but everyone's life is completely different. You know, different periods of life. You'll have good moments in your life, hopefully more good moments than bad. But, you know, um, people are living very false lives on social media and there's this false narrative um, 
on a lot of the things that are being shown. Um, so I think it's because people are trying to sell us stuff on social media. So <laughs> capitalism rears its ugly head again, right? Like if you're right. trying to sell your beauty products, you have to look beautiful all the time. If you're trying to sell your workout products, there's no way you can show that you have one person body fat. So, and then the people that aren't actually selling us stuff, they're trying to get to the level where they can sell us stuff. Even a celebrity who's maybe not sponsoring anything, they're still selling their themselves. Yeah. Their brand. Exactly. So I don't think that we see that because we possibly think, oh, I'm just on here to like talk to my friends and send memes, which same. (laughs) (laughs) But it, it really like, you have to kind of look at who else you're also following. Like I unfollowed everyone who has some kind of um, surgery or has done any like face procedures. Um, Not that I'm against it. I think you can do whatever you want with your body. But for me, it's not helpful to see these perfect, perfect faces every single day when most of my days and their days don't look like that it's just not helpful for me to see it right and they're like this lotion changed my life no it didn't because I bought it I'm very susceptible (laughs) to marketing (laughs) and then it's like well what's wrong with me what's wrong with my and it's like no they're selling you something and because of the loss of um publications and ads and stuff they can do that so I think if we reframe it that way where people are selling you stuff, think about all your friends that have started like a um, multi-level marketing companies. All of a sudden, no negativities in their life. All of a sudden, they don't know how they live their lives with these products. And it may be true, but it can't possibly be true for every single person every single day because there is no magic pill. There is no magic product to change your whole life you know so I think that yeah you're selling me something like so of course you're gonna show me only the good things about what you're selling me because then why would I buy it (laughs) it doesn't make sense I was gonna say you did a whole social media cleanse of uh (laughs) of of the people I did it for those that um uh, and you were saying it, and I'm, you know, you, everyone knows who, if you know me, you know, Herbalife. <laughs> <laughs> delete, <laughs> delete, 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 delete. And, and I used to use them, but I was like, delete, because I also, I think it's also because I know what's behind it. I've seen it. And I know that this is I don't want to call it evil but let's call it evil let's see let's call it what it is it's the the, everything that's behind it and and the whole ideal of what it is is like yeah it's 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 no it's 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 rooting in evil so why do I want to see this type of stuff so yeah I even started I started to do that with that specifically I was just like yeah we're gonna x out anyone that uh that tries to necessarily push this because again do you if that's your hustle I don't want to be involved in it point blank period but yeah I think with social media I don't I don't see too much uh I see the two extremes right because of we're talking about positivity but let's be honest we're seeing negativity there too. oh yeah right whether it's honestly on the news whether we're watching reality tv it's two extremes we we Mm got to understand that there's two extremes so when you're deciding, and this is why, you know, they're saying you got to be 13, but I think you should be older to be on social media. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. But granted, you're going to get on. It doesn't matter. It would have been me on it already. Right. But mm-hmm. I think when you get on something like a dating website or a social media, you have to understand and know who you are and you have to, and not, let's just take this off social media. When you go out into the world, you have to know who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Because then you won't be influenced by, oh, this person has a, a six pack. Oh, I want that. Of course, you're going to want what you want. Mm-hmm. But if you're not secure in your body, you will be susceptible to whatever is being presented, right? Because you're, 
you know, you're not solid on where you are, where you're standing, right? And I get why you want to want to see different things. I honestly, I'm following, I, I actually did the opposite of what you, what you, I kind of did, right? Mm-hmm. I took out all the things that were, to me, bringing my frequency down. So hearing about all the murders of Black people, mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. to stop following a lot of social activists, right? Because I'm like, I had to take inventory of how I am feeling after knowing this information. How am I feeling? Am I feeling good? Am I feeling empowered? Am I feeling inspired? No, I got to unfollow you now. I'm not, and I used to be the firm believer of, I need to know everything that's going on about my people because I'm passionate about black and brown people, right? That's just, my heart is there. But I'm like, at what cost of you feeling bad and horrible and feeling a certain way against a certain demographic of people? Because that's exactly what is motivating. So people can say about the whole Trump situation of he was inspiring all these nationalists and racists, but I'm like, that's exactly what's happening on the opposite end. Because now you're feeling very passionate and, and feeling very negative about this other group of people, right? So I feel like I follow a lot of positive accounts, right? Meaning that I need to feel inspired about what you're doing. Right. And of course, I, everyone wants to see the results. That's how society is. You want to see results. You're not buying anything without knowing that something actually works. Right. So whether mm-hmm. or not you're looking at social media or you're looking at commercials, you're not buying anything mm-hmm. unless it works. So I understand the whole the whole scheme of things. But if if you're just there without kind of any filter for yourself, without any boundaries for yourself, you're going to fall to a lot of these these things. Right. But I love seeing, and this is me because social media actually has brought the world closer, right? We used to not know what's happening with these celebrities or different other people around us, right? But it kind of, me seeing someone, for example, close on a house when I wanted a house, Mm -hmm. whether that was someone on Facebook that I knew or some other stranger, I had no idea. I was clapping for them. I was happy to see them win, right? Because that's something I wanted to. So I found inspiration on social media while other people may have found, you know, criticism, right? And mm-hmm. there was criticism there too, if you read the comments. Oh, why this person talking about the house that they bought, da, 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 da. Oh, always, oh, yeah. It's always criticism, but I'm like, I'm. it's how you choose to use the tool. Are you using right. it to to funnel more energy towards your negative self-talk, right? Or you funneling it to be inspired to do something, to take action. I'm more on, I'm inspired to take action. If I'm following you and most of these celebrities or whoever you want to call them, I'm following you because you inspire me to want more. And honestly, we need to see that. And that's very important in seeing someone accomplish something that you want to accomplish. Without seeing that, you kind of don't believe. I'm not going to say you don't believe. It's harder to see yourself accomplishing that, especially if it's Mm -hmm. not coming from a person who looks like you. So these great social media, um, you know, family pictures, for those who want families, I feel you should be inspired by that. Don't feel, oh my goodness, I'm not where I'm supposed to be in life. No, that's for you too. If it can happen for them, it can happen for you. Right. I, and, and that's how I take the social media. Yeah. You got to understand this marketing. You got to understand that. Yes. I'm putting out my best pictures too. <laughs> you know the picture with my, my eye looking this way. I'm not going <laughs> but we have to really understand that it's still powerful. It's still meaningful and you can find positivity in there. And yeah, I think you should, yeah. I think you should. Because without it, where, where else are you seeing, for example, someone just open up their brand new business? You have no clue about it if they didn't post it. Okay. Or this person d- done lost 50 pounds. You know what I mean? And you're like, you know what? This person didn't, and I don't really know them, but they inspired me to work out today or to make different right. um, eating selections today. Mm-hmm. Like it's all on how you're using it. And I'm like, I don't, to me, I don't see too much positivity. I see the other end and I'm like, I need to see more positivity. So I started following an account that's called Good News and it's only Mm -hmm. good news 
Because when you turn on the television, what you're seeing? Bad news. There's, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? And we yeah. have to understand, we got to stop the self-comparison. But that's, yeah. just, that's just something people individually need to do. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're humans, right? So we, we are going to do the comparing. We are going to do all the things. And it's okay to feel all the things. I'm very big on like, feel the negative emotions. Feel the jealousy. What is that jealousy telling you? Mm-hmm. Our emotions, they're tools for us. And I think for me, instead of, I don't try to say, I'm never going to feel jealous. No, I will. I'm a human. I'm going to feel all the human emotions. But when I do feel jealous, what is this telling me? Mm-hmm. What am I scared of mm. that I'm feeling jealous? And so I think that really, instead of looking outward to, I think, yeah, it's great. I love seeing people like start a new business and open their house. Whether it's things I like or not, I just genuinely like to see people happy. Mm-hmm. But I do think that if you're not in the space mm-hmm. where you've healed from, let's say, your family forcing you to want to like have kids, right? And you can't really see people with families, you shouldn't. And then once you've healed that, because maybe you don't even want kids and they're just like pressing you to have kids, then you can start doing it again, right? No, nothing is finite. Like you, I'm sure you follow those activists because you wanted to be informed. You want to be empowered and they're not doing that for you. That's okay to unfollow them. Like, I think we can always add them back on or keep them off forever. Mm-hmm. Like there's seasons in our lives where that did serve you, right? It maybe gave you a sense of like safety uh, to know everything, which obviously we can't. And now it doesn't. And that's mm-hmm. okay too. Like, I don't think that we owe someone like a follow for life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Ourselves come first, our boundaries come first. And all of us have different wounds that different things trigger. Um, so we have to just take care of ourselves and do that, like you said, in the real world mm. and on social media. I think we just spend more time on social media because we're still in a freaking pandemic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> very limited like time to go out in the streets. Um, but yeah, I think I think being positive within itself is awesome. It's just when we don't let people feel their negative emotions that's like if someone was like no you need to stay informed and you're not really for the cause no no one can tell you what to do what to feel how to set your boundaries like we get to choose that for ourselves and I think it's just easier to focus on controlling other people honestly because <laughs> then we don't have to look at but ourselves that's how- that's how right. these companies made their money. Let's be honest. That's the what Mark Sucker, whatever his name last name is, whatever Zuckerberg. Um, <laughs> this is how these. Uh, this is how they're making their money. We are the actually we're the product. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. We're the product, and we're being sold mm-hmm. all across. And mm-hmm. and and that's where a lot of these things. Because you even have it like in, and especially on Instagram, like the page where you kind of have all the stuff that you uh, reflect and that you look at. And I mean, the good thing that I, yeah, like the good thing about on, on the one that I see on my end, a lot of it has to do with like cooking. Cause I love seeing like, you know, recipes and stuff like that because it's what I ingest on social Mm -hmm. media, right. Cooking, um, you know, tech updates about maybe certain things. Um, I, I love, I, because I started to get into travel and I started, I do a lot of my travel research on obviously Google search engine, but also like on Instagram, I'll go, you know, see, you know, what places can I go or whatever it is. And that's how I find new places. Actually, that's how, like, I try to find every little pop-up new business that comes up in the South Bronx, right. To support. So it's like, it, it has a power and a force for good. Um, but it's like, I think there is a level of maturity and mental development that you do need in the way that, especially because a lot of the generation of these young people, I mean, not to say that we're old, we are young, um, (laughs) but you know who I'm referring to Gen Z's, um, they grew up on this. They, that's, this is the culture that developed them mentally and, um, 
that is that and because of that a lot of that uh a lot of the issues that are arising that a lot of people's like oh my god did you know that there's a high rate of this i was like yeah no shit because look at what necessarily the, the type of culture that they grew up on and as much as you want to um not expose them at a young age there's only so much you can control like um like uh vicky said like he's like they try to like lower the age and eventually they did lower the age and they even want to create like a whole new other platform so that it just solely is like for kids and i was like why hello pedophiles like here's a place just for kids (laughs) why and and it's all this information that's being feeded and even um the scenario that you had just displayed um uh lucy about just the the content in general I'm thinking of uh does any does everybody see euphoria you know nobody I heard of it though you so it's a it's heavy it's it's a heavy show um but the second season started spoiler I'm just gonna speak about one scene (laughs) just one scene because as soon as I saw the scene I was like oh my god like this is like I related to certain things and it brought me back to like my younger stages in life. And I was just like, yeah, um, where one of the characters, her name is Kat, she has a bit of a breakdown. Um, and the breakdown that happens, it has to do with her and her body image. Um, and, you know, she's this beautiful girl, like absolutely gorgeous. Um, and she changed herself uh, in school just to kind of like put herself out there to make herself uh, appeasing the guys and whatever it is making her trying to make herself feel empowered through this but she was doing it through materialistic versus inner work and what that did was she she clothed herself and in a way that kind of served as a mask like the symbolism of it kind of like served as a mask and in the middle of the second the second episode of the second season she has a bit of a breakdown where she's creating a list that kind of like revolves down into a, com- a couple of things. And she's like, I'm the problem. I'm the issue. And she's kind of having a conversation with herself. And then these, um, these beans pop up pretty much kind of like these, these fake things uh, mentally that are social media content that she's been ingesting that tells her uh, you're perfect. You're this, you're that you're beautiful but what about self-love it's the patriarchy and all this other stuff and it's like and it's a whole bunch of other stuff that's being told to her and um one of the um uh mystical characters told her um that she that she can just do better because if she thinks better she'll do better and then she at one point started to scream to the characters and said you're hearing me but you're not listening to me in other words she's been trying to vocalize her issues so that she can start working on them. But a lot of that stuff has been silenced from everyone else around her. So rather than her actually doing that inner work that will help her get to the next phase, like a lot of that stuff has been muted through a lot of what all of, all of these things that people are telling her. So to me, once I saw that, I was like, it, it, tri- it was triggering for me. Cause I was like, I'm thinking of, um, things that my sisters used to tell me when we were younger and when I was going through that specific thing myself and you know again they, they didn't do it from a malicious standpoint but in a way it kind of didn't did not let me do the inner work that I needed to do at a very young age so it was like it was it was like part of that thing so I was like if you guys haven't seen euphoria it's not for everybody let me just say it because I was like I feel like let me not be like yeah go watch euphoria it's not for everybody it's a mature show dives into a lot of issues but you know it's a it's a really good show but you know it's 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 one of the things that happens uh and it's an example it's a good example of the role that social media plays specifically because it's talking about that generation what social media plays in in the culture of of that and and for the young people but in in terms of all the things that are happening what are some things that we can probably do to you know, um, when we are encountering a lot of this like toxic culture, what are some things that we can do? We talked about setting boundaries within ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about setting boundaries, um, you know, in social media, whether that's unfollowing and following, right? Mm-hmm. So we can do that. Is there anything else that you guys can think of that we can do? I think what you were seeing was, was key was the fact that we cannot expect 
um, to get um, a service, right? A service or healing from a place that is not healed. Mm -hmm. That's just the bottom line. So if, for example, someone is asking you about, you know, giving you an advice about a situation that they themselves have not navigated nor successfully came through, you cannot expect to get your healing there. Same thing with social media. That's just a tool. You know what I mean? We have to understand that the healing will come from ourselves and acknowledging our feelings. Like what is coming up for me right now? Why do I feel this way? Right? Because there's always deeper issues. There's always our inner child looking to, to feel loved and complete and whole. Right? So to me, whatever issue, it, it, it stems from you guys doing the inner work yourself right? You have people who are there to be a resource to you if you need to, but all of this has to come from you, right? Mm -hmm. You and what you need to work on and validating your own feelings without seeking someone else to validate that for you. Really trusting your own voice mm -hmm. because that's the thing. We, I, I, I'm starting to, to think about why we go to people for advice. Why do we go to people to be heard? And that's because sometimes we're lacking that relationship that we have with self, that we start not to even trust the own voices that we're hearing within self, that we want someone else to say, is that right? Yeah, that's right. And I think that that's, some, that's where we're going wrong. I'm not saying that we shouldn't seek support, but I'm saying the support needs to come from within. We need to start listening to our own voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I think, yeah, you're right. I think for me, sharing with someone is not seeking advice from them. I just really need someone to like, listen to me because I need to get the stream of consciousness out of my body. Sometimes just saying something, then I like start laughing. I'm like, all right, I already know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> like I just have to get it like out of my body I I as a child just my parents bypassed a lot of my emotions um so I don't it took me years and years and years to even recognize them so now I just have to physically get them out of my body and feel silly or feel embarrassed and look you're okay <laughs> nothing happened you just told someone how you felt and the world didn't, you know, tilt on its axis. Mm. I think um, being mindful has really helped me. I think also admitting mistakes, right? Like it's great to hear someone say, yeah, I didn't buy this house out of nowhere. It took me not going on vacations and it took me, you know, not being able to get x y and z and i also had to learn I, and and being honest like i also have like a sister who's a realtor and that was really helpful forever like i think that process is almost more helpful than just seeing the person with the weight loss with the house with the kids where someone is like we went through our shit before we got married. Like, we look happy now. <laughs> but, you know, like, just that being honest, like, being vulnerable, right, which we're, we're so scared of because we're scared of getting hurt, but we're, all, we're always getting hurt anyway. Like, you know, life is like one big trauma whack-a-mole. Like, you heal one thing, here pops another one, and then you heal it, here's another one. And I guess in some way, that's like the beauty of life, right, that you can always be better, that you can feel all these things, right? Like if you never really felt that pain, you really can't enjoy that joy, you know, when it comes. And same with the pain. If you know what joy is like, you're like, I know that this is going to pass because I felt it before. Like, mm -hmm. see, we, we need kind of both of those things. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing that... um is great is also for us as adults not just parents to model this to children right most of us didn't get this as children so we're trying to figure it out now but if we model to children that feelings are okay mm -hmm. and process them and for them to see us feel things right like if you have an argument with someone 
that's okay. Arguments happen. Um, hopefully your argument is not you like, you know, obliterating someone. Um, and say, or say, I did say something mean to that lady and that wasn't okay. That is really helpful because then your child starts to do their own regulation the way that we want to do as adults, but we can't because we never got it as kids and now we're going to be surprised. <laughs> and it's like this whole, it kind of really, I think like raising good babies is what's going to change the whole world, honestly. Like we just start over. <laughs> I mean, raising the babies, but fixing ourselves. You yeah. Know? That's, yeah. that's, that's gotta like and that's that's thing. gotta we still happen. We can't raise these good babies on, unless we heal ourselves, because then we're just projecting on them, projecting on our coworkers, our partners. You know, it's yeah, it's a whole web <laughs> again. Generational trauma. That's the thing about it, and we we continue to deal with that. Um, you know, today, and you know, we could be the generation to finally stop that because we uh we have awaken ourselves to acknowledge some of these tools that have been available to our parents. It's just, again, it's not, it's not saying anything on them, but it's like, you know, they were raised with a mindset of like seeking help is not, it's not right. Your problems, you keep it to yourself. You know, all this other stuff, therapy is for crazy people. And, uh, you know, all of these things that we, the tools that we're now using, right? in a way we're kind of also trying to teach our parents to use it too because it's not too late it's not too late for you to heal from the things that you've dealt with it's not it's not it's not too late for you to find that inner peace and do the inner work yourself right so like let's do it together or if you or we don't have to do it together you can definitely do it i will be here to support you if you do need that type of support because again emotional consent am i ready to take on your baggage with my baggage i don't know right so we we got to make sure that um we're ready for that yeah and if we are then we we aren't ready then we become resentful Mm. towards that person well i told you what to do and now i'm mad at you because you didn't do it (laughs) then why are you asking me and if if we clarify our needs first i feel like we can avoid that where you can say i'm just looking for someone to listen then you know i don't want to think about no solutions for this person they just want me to listen mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. If, if you don't have that consent if you don't have those clarities and it's a new concept for me as well like i don't really ask people like hey are you ready i don't really say i just want you to listen i'm like oh guess what happened right away <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's just it's like like you said we're we are i think the ones breaking this generational trauma and we're kind of creating a new complete dna for our future generations mm-hmm. you know um to say like i'm sorry this is so hard for you right sometimes that's all you want to hear that mm-hmm. someone just kind of cares right or you can say even like how can i support you during this time and they may have an idea of how you can support them mm-hmm. and sometimes it can be something that you don't even think of they're like actually <clears throat> can you help me you know prepare for another job if they're because of our work and that maybe they would have never asked you because they didn't know if you were available to offer anything you know i think mm-hmm. we we don't listen myself included as much as we can we're always like waiting for like the answer mm, i got i got a rebuttal or like well my feelings matter too which of course they do but it's like what is this conversation about your story or let me bring up the time you didn't listen to me <laughs> you know <laughs> which it's okay right it happens if you're still resentful about something you should talk about it i think just kind of clarifying that like hey um I think sometimes people too are like, oh, you're still talking about the same problem. And for me, it's like, yeah, it, it didn't feel resolved. I would like to explore it again. And maybe there's a different outcome. Maybe I actually heard what you were saying and I can say, you're right, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever it is, I think that, yeah, we have to just be vulnerable, you know, and, and put it out there, right? Because what is the alternative? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, I mean, but this, this, this is just some things for people to start thinking about, because again, we're starting this new year's, we have these intentions already set, 
part of the accomplishing these intentions and continue to doing the work, like a lot of it is reflecting, a lot of it is doing the inner work and, you know, taking the time to do that, right? Because things are not going to come to you immediately, quickly, and things are not going to resolve as quickly as you would want them to. But it's okay to go through that journey. It's okay to feel whatever it is that you're feeling. And then, you know, uh, making sure that you're giving yourself the space that you need to 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 heal from it to do the work so you know this was great i i thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and i actually learned a couple of things about it uh about myself and some things that i need to you know make sure that i do um you know and uh, do you do you have lucy any way that people can contact you or anything like that or do you want to be not an influencer <laughs> let me say that right now i am not i'm not an influencer my posts range from a dirty joke to me asking someone to sign a petition to stop a legislation from going through so there's a mix of things in there um but yeah i guess people can follow me or dm me if they have any questions my handle is lucy l-u-c-y kisses so at oh, Lucy, Lucy kisses. kisses. Oh, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. I still have my 23-year-old handle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yo, if we can go back in time to look at the how we used to like some I have some email addresses that I'm just like, what the hell was I thinking? My <laughs> screen name when I was 12 is like, who are you, girl? It's, it's like listen we we did things when we were younger we learned from them and that is it but thank you guys so much for listening thank you lucy for joining us today thank you so much for having me this was great yes thank yes. you so much. and for for sharing some insight on on this um and we do hope that everyone you know learned something from it definitely let us know what you think about it you can comment you can let us know also any other topics you would like for us to cover make sure to follow as listen to this podcast on instagram and just remember you can always stream the episodes on spotify soundcloud and also apple podcast we hope that everyone is safe healthy and you know we love you girl bye